Thank you for listening to the Soul Glow Project. If you're in New York City, please stop by the Pompette Wine Shop at 420 Lenox Avenue in Harlem. Mention Soul Glow at checkout for a 10% discount on two bottles of wine. That's Soul Glow at the Pompette Wine Shop in Harlem. You know, you can be all the things you've always wanted to be. Beautiful, sexy, easy as one, two, three. Just love yourself. This is Keisha. This is Anna. And this is Emily. And this is the Soul Glow Project Podcast. We are a weekly podcast that celebrates diversity in comedy, and everyone is welcome. Except haters. Except haters. And you're about to listen to a really special episode. Really special episode. We have a musical guest, stand-up, author. Yeah. Wow. And why did we have all these awesome things for this episode? I don't know. My brain goes... One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. I could go, go all on. the way no, to I want 100. 100. This is our 100th episode. Thank you to everyone who got us there. Uh, what you're going to hear in this episode is uh, a song from our friends Asian Pop. They're great. You're going to hear some stand up from Calvin Cato. And He's great. A, oh, awesome. And our conversation with him. And then you're going to hear our chat with uh, recovering child actor and author Mara Wilson. We hope that you enjoy. So much. Okay, we're good. Okay, we're good. Yeah. Okay. We're good. We're good. Great. Uh, um, so let's do a quick little intro for the podcast. Uh huh. So, yeah. Let's uh, talk about this podcast. Yes, we are here live at the Magnet Theater. Uh, audience, give Woo. yourselves a round of applause. Identify yourself. to be here and this is our 100th episode has has anybody in the audience listened to every episode that we've ever released wow You all in the audience have a chance to tweet your questions at Soul Glow Project. Yeah. Look at that. And we'll read them, maybe, possibly, hopefully. Uh, <laughs> and, and we'll ask Mara. And if you feel like it, maybe even Calvin Cato? Maybe. Maybe. If you've got questions. Yeah. So, who, so who's Calvin, you might ask? Uh, Calvin Cato's an amazing stand-up comedian. Oh, my goodness. Come what are some of his credits you're holding? Okay, <laughs> okay. This is, I had to write it down. Okay. Calvin Cato is a stand-up. True. Uh, uses he, him pronouns. True. Weekly show that he hosts. Mondays at Freddy's Bar, and it's called Ed Sullivan on Acid. It's a free show and free candy, but for everybody who attends, every one person, they donate $1 to an organization, like Planned Parenthood or Sylvia Rivera Law Project. Those are just some of the organizations that they've donated to. So you could laugh and feel good about yourself? And get candy! And get candy! No, 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 yeah, you can keep talking, you can 
Keep talking. Okay, go. All right. Um, hey guys, what's up? Thank you so much for having me. I am really excited, you guys. I don't mean to brag, but um, you know, I've been a little down about the selection, but I just started this new job. Um, it's really, really great. Uh, it's a full-time job. It's called Arguing with Racists Online. <laughs> so fun, you guys. <laughs> Woo, it's a full-time job. Um, so great. You know what's really fun about Arguing with Racists Online is seeing the N-word misspelled in print. It's so <laughs> It's like you guys, it's 192G. It's not the other way around. Like, it's just like, oh. <laughs> they love it. Um, <laughs> It's been great. Um, I'm just trying to fill the void in my life right now because uh, I'm gonna. Okay, I'm I'm gonna explain to you like what I just did a couple weeks ago, and it's gonna sound bragging and get worse. So <laughs> I recently went on my, my first vacation in years, and I went to Cancun <laughs> with my mom <laughs> and her work friend. turn sideways, we have sleep apnea. So, <laughs> and then every day was like a different battle of like, what ain't shit today? So that was a lot of fun. Like the first day we got there, it was like, my man ain't shit. And then they complained about their husband. And then the second day, I was like, this he ain't shit. And then the third day, I was like, my job ain't shit. And I was like, what is shit? What is working out? We're in Cancun. <laughs> It's crazy, but like the thing that I did learn um, going on a trip with three six-year-olds is that I am too single. I am way too single. <laughs> that should never have been an option for me. Because I re I'm at a point in my life now where I'm Disney single. Do you know what Disney single is? <laughs> like the kind of single where you start singing to the mice in your apartment? <laughs> Like, I literally saw a mask every bite. I was like, look at this stuff. Like, that's what I did. <laughs> Not cute. And the problem is, is that, like, I don't have standards anymore. Like, that's the thing. Like, I just run out of standards. I've run out of options. Because, like, when I first was, like, really dating in New York, I used to have, like, crazy high standards. Like, I was like, you know, you have to have a full-time job and your own apartment. And you can't laugh at Family Guy. Like, <laughs> Actually, I know better. Everyone loves Adult Swim. But, like, <laughs> I tried. And then, like, I lowered my standards to the point where, like, my friend was recently like, what kind of guy are you looking for? And I literally said, someone who pays taxes. Like, that's <laughs> 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 I was like, be a step above Trump. Like, that's where I'm at. <laughs> it is so sad. <laughs> that's where I'm at. It's embarrassing, because, like, I realize, like, I can't even have, like, no scrub standards. Do you remember that song, No Scrubs? Yeah. Those standards are too high in this city. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Like, you're that part in the song where they're like, if you don't have a car and you're walking, I'm like, yeah, I walk. <laughs> I can barely afford a metro card. Like, I am definitely walking. Or when they're like, if you live at home with your mama, I'm like, yeah, I wish I could do that. <laughs> I wish I had to pay $3,000 in two kidneys a month to live here. That would be great. Like, if I wrote that song today, like, the standards would be like, if you live at home with your bad bugs, like, that's my new deal. <laughs> or like, if you have a clap and you're not treating it, like, that's what I want. 
my new motto now is if you cannot afford penicillin, you cannot afford me. Like, that's what I'm <laughs> you should all have that standard, by the way. <laughs> Make that your Twitter profile. Um, I like it. Just sucks. Like I, I'm frustrated. But like on the one hand, the one good thing that's happened is that I live by myself right now, which is really, really great. Yes. No roommates. <laughs> Feel so happy. <laughs> Amazing. Like is that? Because I can do like just horrible bachelor shit now. Like I recently spent three days only wearing a towel. Like that's. <laughs> Like, have you ever been in a state of almost gonna shower? Like, that was me. Love it. It's so good. Because, like, I used to have, like, such crazy, like, roommate situations. Like, I used to live with this older white couple, um, which was cool. It was, like, being in the blind side. But, like... problem is that like now I'm like super broke and I gotta work on that and I got to fight with my friend about it recently because my friend was like oh I'm really broke too but he's New York City broke he's not real broke and we can all agree there's a huge difference between the two brokes right like if you still shop at Whole Foods you are not real broke okay <laughs> if you can I love that it sounds an Oprah I've smiled um, <laughs> like here's the thing if you can afford to like buy quinoa and pronounce it properly you are not real broke <laughs> Stop this. Okay, you are real broke when everything that you own is from a bodega. I mean, everything. Like, if you look at my cabinets right now, the name brand that I own is Fabuloso. That's crazy. Did you know that Goya makes cleaning products? Goya makes cleaning products. I know this now. I own a Goya Dean Swiffer. That is my And I got to talk to my friend about it because my friend was like, oh my god, like I'm so broke. Like, let's come over. Like, so I went over to his house and we were watching his television. He has cable. <laughs> come on, cable. You know, spend, and spend some time Warner is like, that's not real broke. If your TV doesn't buffer, you're not broke. Like, I don't know. <laughs> this is ridiculous. So I'm there, I'm watching his television, and this commercial comes on the air, and the commercial goes, for only $100 a month, you too can afford health insurance. And my friend goes, $100? I don't have that kind of money. And I was like, really? You don't have $100? Because how are we doing cocaine off your table right now? <laughs> where did that money come from? <laughs> that's what bothers me, because that's not real broke. Do you know what real broke is? Real broke is when you have sex with someone, and he gives you cab money, but then you walk home anyway. <laughs> in the Bronx, so <laughs> you guys have been amazing. Thank you so much. Okay, now, you stay here. Stay here. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. Take a seat. Our wonderful hey. producer, um, please keep that. Please yeah, keep, please that keep that in the show. Moment. Uh, uh,
So, uh, what are you like? What inspired you to host the show where you give candy and you give back? Uh, so originally, um, I actually inherited the show from this person, Pat O'Shea. He's like a really amazing comedian, and he's running it for. Oh, oops. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> so uh, I inherited the show from this guy, Pat O'Shea. He was, um, this is actually like the longest running free show in Brooklyn. It's been like 13 years now. So it was really cool. And like he, um, in general, like he's like a white guy from Boston, but he was very much into like diversity on the show. And so he was like, I just want someone who I know will like, you know, book like just basically non-straight white males. And so I was like, yeah, I can totally do that. I am one of those. So like, <laughs> so I just kept it going. And then like, um, it, originally it was just like giving away free candy and then post-election, I just was so frustrated. I was trying to figure out like just things I could do to help. And so that was when I started doing the whole like donate a dollar for, cha for charity. And then like I do the research, I figured out a charity and then I like post it in the site itself. Just so I'm like, hey, this is what this project does. or This is what this charity does. And like, it's been really cool. Like people come, some people just like donate their own money because they're like, well, we know you're a comic and you know, you're not making much. But like, <laughs> it's been really, really good. Um, so yeah. yeah. So you can sleep at night. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, give Calvin. <laughs> <laughs> and you do it every week. Yeah, every week. Do you week. have any ways that you keep yourself from burning out from doing that every single week? Uh, ooh. <laughs> No. <laughs> that was so much honesty. We needed it. We didn't. It's like, nah. Yeah. Nah, some days are just tough. <laughs> You're like, I'm living, I'm living this life. Yeah. But I, but I mean, I enjoy doing it. So, like, it's, like, fun. And, like, I... I, it's like a very rare time where, like, I'm working with people I don't like with that show. So, like, it makes it, like positive and a good experience. How do you how do you choose an organization? What what causes are dear to your heart? Um so well, the first one is Planned Parenthood, which obviously I I'm not like obviously like I mean I'm not a woman, but like I <laughs> I empathize and I care a lot. And then the Sylvia Rivera Law Project, um I had just heard about what they do for like the trans community and how they help like low income trans youth, especially of color. Um, and then I found like a couple of sites that like made like a long list of like here are charities that you should support, especially in the wake of like what rights might be cut. So I just kind of maintain a spreadsheet of those and then keep it moving. You should share that sh mm -hmm. spreadsheet. Yeah. I will. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 We'll include it with this episode. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, so you can yeah. keep giving. Change yeah. <laughs> needs to happen. Uh, it really does. Yes. It's true. Yeah. We have a question that we ask. Yeah. Okay. Go ahead. Okay. <laughs> what do people not see when they see you? That's a really good question. <laughs> mm -hmm. And it's sad because I knew about this beforehand and I still didn't. <laughs> <laughs> we, did, we did email you the question. I know. <laughs> I did have like literally several days. Days and days and days. <laughs> I looked at my old journals. I was like, what did 17 year old Gavin believe? Um, I, well, I think that a lot of times people assume that I kind of just roll over on things, and I definitely am mouthy, and I like speaking my mind. And so I think that when people first meet they meet me, they don't expect that. So I'd say that's definitely a thing. Um, uh, well, no, I was going to say bad at basketball, but, like, everyone knows that. Uh, <laughs> it's very obvious. I'm not coordinated. Um, what else? I... 
Oh, God. Now I feel so embarrassed. No, no, no. You don't have to say more. That's okay. That's a, that, that is that great. You Actually, no, well, people don't believe I give to charity. That's another thing. Oh, what kind of people are throwing you shade? Like, look at him. Charity. Like, who's walking down the street? Not that one. <laughs> Lot of herringbone, you know what I mean? Like, just <laughs> great, great herringbone, the universal symbol. Yeah. Is that because when you talk about like the like songs that you do donate, people are like way too surprised? I think, well, not like they're like, whoa, <laughs> <laughs> that's what I was imagining. Yeah. <laughs> but I think just because of like just normally I, like, don't come off as, like, super political or, like, super engaged, um, whereas, like, I am engaged. Yeah. And now you know. Yeah. Now we all know. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Thank you so much. No, yeah. thank you so much for having me, for putting this together. This is amazing, so thank you. Yeah. Thank you. No, thank you. Tell people, like, what they saw. So they know where to find them. You mean what they heard? You're right. Okay. Right. <laughs> what they heard. And what they saw. I guess it's what a little bit of a shock. What they experience shock. with any of their senses, maybe there was a synesthetic experience. Yes. Mm-hmm. Synesthesia. Maybe they saw your performance, or they felt it. <laughs> <laughs> um, so if they liked what they probably heard, um, how can they keep up with what you're doing? Um, social media or other things? So yeah, I'm on Twitter at Cato Calvin, just my name in reverse. Yes, no comma. No, yeah, well, okay. I had a Megan Trainor moment. You can use commas and um, Twitter handles. Yeah. Oh, can you not? No. <laughs> <laughs> Someone find out. <laughs> right now. People tweeting questions. And I have my own website, calvincato.com, and I'm on Facebook. Um, I barely am on Instagram. I will like your dog pictures, but I like don't post anything. <laughs>
check Leslie in right. a box. That's okay. a really good um, tweet. Yeah, that is a really good tweet. Okay. Cool. Um, <laughs> great. So, what were you talking about? Before I, before I brought so up making check. sure that if you haven't yes. joined the raffle and you'd like to, please do, because at the end of the show we will do a raffle. Um, and we're getting our questions in, so I think that it's good to segue to the next segue. Segway to the... You mean the, the interview? Yeah, that one. Yeah? Yeah. Pre-transition. Yeah. The pre-transition before the, the transition. Yeah. 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 That's great. Great. Thank we can you move on. for the affirmation. Yeah. This is exactly what our podcast sounds like every episode. <laughs> so if you want to subscribe right now. <laughs> I like us on iTunes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's true. <laughs> okay. So should we move on? Yeah. Yes. I think okay. we've done that. Great. Um, you have the sheet. Oh no! Well, she told me. So yeah. Okay. So our next guest <laughs> coming is, on. What is happening? You know these things. We our know next guest this. coming on uses she pronouns. Our next guest coming on additionally is a recovering child actor <laughs> and the current author of a book called Where, Where Am, Am I, I Now? And her name is Mara Wilson. <laughs> for having me. Hi, Hi, thank you. Congratulations on your book. Oh, thank you. Yeah, that was uh, that was something I've always wanted to do. So it's kind of cool that I did get to do it. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Can you tell us a little bit about it? Yeah, I guess it's sort of um, a memoir of my childhood, I guess. It's, uh, it's stories and it's essays about, uh, I, and I think it's sort of about feeling a little young and a little out of place, you know, because that's sort of been the dominant theme in my life is, is me kind of like looking from the outside in kind of being like, wait, what am I doing here? Why am I here? And feeling like I, I am an outsider, which I think way more people feel than would like to admit. I'll so, admit it. Yeah. <laughs> right now. So that's definitely, yeah, that's something. And and so most of my life, uh, and it does, of course, I, I address my child acting, but I also address uh, mental health issues and my mother's death and, you know, ridiculous things like show choir, uh, <laughs> which which I could go on and on. See, if somebody in the audience was in show choir. I, you can't see the head nod, but somebody is nodding so hard. Yeah. I am yeah. worried for them. It's, it's, you know, and, and, you know my relationship with my family and just and and you know the way that these these things sort of came about uh and and my relationship with like fictional characters that I played too so uh I guess it sort of runs the gamut but uh, I'm I'm happy with it and people seem to be liking it so that's good I've heard it makes a great holiday gift yeah oh I've heard that too <laughs> <laughs> I, I wonder where you've heard that from I know uh, but I I do have a lot of people tweeting at me every day saying like this is on my Christmas list and I'm like well your parents better deliver <laughs> yeah. or whoever it is that's you know loving you giving you a gift yeah. yeah I saw NPR like give you a big shout out too yeah I guess it was one of NPR's best books of the year wow. no, but, yeah NPR ever heard of it? Yeah, um, which which I can't believe. I mean, I know that I was I was also in the running for uh, Goodreads like best humor book, but I I had like intense competition there. Like, I don't know if you know Phoebe Robinson, her book was there. Yeah, she's great. Sarah Benincasa's book was there. Like all these people I knew. So I was just like, oh wow, this is just an this honor is just, to be nominated. It, it was, it was, it was like mine. And then of course you had like Amy Schumer and Anna Kendrick's books, and but it was like 
them and like me and all my friends. And I was like, oh, well, this feels nice. You know, we're all, we're all in a group hug together, you know? We all did it. Yeah, we all did it. We can all we did buy it. it today? Uh, yes, you can. Oh, it's been out. Today. It's been out since September. <laughs> uh, it's yeah. It's available. Available in bookstores. Uh, it's. It's. Uh, I've seen it. I've seen it in independent bookstores. I've seen it in you know big bookstores. It's available online. It's pretty much available everywhere. Oh, and I did the audiobook too. If you want to listen to that. Oh. Wow. Yeah. So maybe you could like buy both and live that life of yours, uh, <laughs> everyone. Everyone. Especially for the holidays. Ask a question about audiobooks. Yeah, go ahead. Okay, so when I listen to them, <laughs> they seem so seamless. Yeah. How often did you take a break for water or a breath? Uh, and how did you write it? I, you'd get to a stopping point where, where you do it. The pacing with the reading, I think, I mean, I guess it was kind of easy because it was my book, so I know my thought process. So I could be like, this is how, when I'm thinking this thought, you know, I or I'm saying this thought out loud, this is where I would stop and take a breath. Uh, but I think that you get into this like really weird meditative mind space there. It's kind of like one of my friends uh, plays monsters in movies, which is like the awesomest job, and uh, gets like all made up, and it'll take like five hours just to put on makeup. Whoa. And he says it's just like the most, it, it's just like meditating for five hours. It's like you're going on a retreat, uh, or you're in church or something, but like, I, I don't think he goes to church a lot, so I guess fun for him. Um, <laughs> and and uh, yeah, and that was kind of what it was like. It just got into this really weird like meditative headspace where I was just like, you know, where I would I would go in there with like a cup of tea and just read for hours and then we'd break for lunch. And I think it took about three days because I was just like plowing through it. I was just like, I just want to do this. I just want to keep going. And uh, and like I always was like, oh, OK, this is good. This felt good. And then I would go home and I would like feel exhausted. And I think it's maybe just because it's sort of like you're you're living through all that emotional stuff again, you know. And and there the whole time I was like, this is great. I'm great. I'm doing great. And then I get home and I'm just like, and it's on the couch. <laughs> and and I'm just gonna lie here for a while because I'm exhausted. Uh, yeah, it's it was. I don't know. It was fun for me though. But I've always loved doing voiceover. So you know, this is similar. Have you listened to it yet? Or are you no, I haven't. Yeah, yeah. I, I actually don't mind hearing my own voice, um, which I, I just said in a really annoying <laughs> 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 let me Let me try that again. Let me try that again. I actually, I actually don't mind hearing my own voice. <laughs> Could you? No, I actually I don't mind hearing my own voice. My my voice is uh, my voice is definitely something I like about myself, and I think you should give yourself credit for like the things you like about yourself. You know, just that one thing, just like hey, hey, that's good. I like that. I think that you should do that. And uh, and yeah, my voice is definitely something I like, but I still haven't done it because I think I would have to pay for it. And like, I'm not I'm what? not gonna spend my money on my own audiobook. You know. <laughs> What? Well, I guess you could just like read it out loud. Well, you know what I thought. Like, yeah, same thing. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Uh, it's it's uh, yeah. I think although I have been curious, like like I do kind of want to see the e-reader version just because. Uh, I, I want to see what people are highlighting and what people are liking. Mm. And because, you know, sometimes people highlight really ridiculous things. 
And you go back and you look and you're just like, you found that inspiring or you found that funny. And, you know, that that I think is kind of uh, is kind of interesting. But that also feels kind of vain to me. And it's like not worth spending the money to buy it. I don't think so. Like, but people would be like, Mar, why do you have your own book on your e-reader? And I'd be like, I don't know. <laughs> I just I just want to see what people think. I say that it's funny. I don't know. Yeah. It's a hard one to explain away. Yeah. You could also lie to people and be like, I don't know. Someone just handed me an e-reader with my book on it. <laughs> <laughs> this, this isn't my phone. <laughs> well, we have some questions yeah, from okay. Twitter. Questions. Some of which are from the audience. What? Yes. technology to another. Right <laughs> yes. uh, okay, so let's see. Friend of the show, uh, Kick-Ass Mo, Kate Moran. Yay! Yay! <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> hey, Mara, what's next? Anything fun in the works? Um, I hate that question. Um, no, not from you. Not from you. Not you. It's really. I mean, just the thing is that, like, no, it's it's just that. Um, you know, it was a big project. It was a big project. You know, I mean, like, nobody goes to like uh, like somebody who just gave birth and is like, okay, so what's next? You know. You know. truth is that I have a the, the truth is that I have a lot of different things right now and so when people ask me what's next I'm like uh, I don't know because I'm trying a lot of different things I yeah. have the like yeah I have the like generalists curse uh, where I'm just like or, or dilettantes curse I don't know some big word and uh, <laughs> where I'm just like you know what I'm gonna throw stuff against the wall I'm gonna see what sticks I'm gonna write I'm gonna do more voiceover I'm gonna write this I'm gonna write that uh, I'm gonna do something more with my live show um, you know I, I'm gonna go back and forth between uh, New York and California and you know I'm going to be doing some things. So there's a lot. There's a lot that I could be doing right now, and it's kind of about seeing wherever it takes me, I guess. Uh, I don't hate you. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> you, Mara says you can stay. This is the follow-up question, it feels like, from Andy Kimmy. Uh, what's the one thing you wish people would stop asking you? Well, I mean, do we need to answer that question? No. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, I think, I think we've yeah, got we're it. Move on. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it just gave him the best death glare. It's amazing. Yeah. Oh, this is. That's sweet. Let's. Uh, uh, Huge friend of the show. Mm -hmm. uh, here's a great question from Nixie Lee. Hey. hey. Okay. Uh, what advice would you give your 10-year-old self? Oh, let's see. I think the thing that I always think about this is it depends. Like, do I want to change the circumstances or don't I? You know, if I, if I do want to change the circumstances, I'll say get into therapy now. Um, and also get braces now. Um, don't, wait, don't wait until you're 14 and, like, have to have teeth taken out and then go to the orthodontist and have them say, you didn't have to have teeth taken out. That was terrible. Um, yeah, my, I switched orthodontist halfway. It was a bad experience. Um, <laughs> I think I would say I think I would I think I would say that uh, to to you know I think I would I would acknowledge that she was angry because she was a lot of things that happened to her that felt very out of her control and I think I would I would say like 
look, I know you're angry, but there's probably something beyond that, behind that anger. And maybe you can channel that anger into something. Maybe, maybe you can do, you can do that. Cause I was so angry for so long and I was so cynical and, and like even at 10, you know, I was, I was just furious with myself and with the world. And, uh, and I just wish I could tell her like, you know, yes, yes, you are angry and yes, sometimes you can be, but you don't always have to be. You know, you should you should look at what is hiding behind that anger. Um, and and I think that I wish that I could tell her. I don't know. There's that thing that I've heard, like, you know, would your 16 year old self be happy with who you are? And that is something that I think is my friend Jenny Jaffe told me that. And that's like and, and I think that, like, I would tell her that, like, listen, your life's not going to be perfect, but you'll be pretty happy with who you are you know, in, in 19 years. So just stick it out. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. Um, uh, should we go into one of our, uh, games or what, one more question from Twitter? No, I think that's good. Yeah. I think, oh, 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 somebody, someone's disappointed. (laughs) Uh, Is there, is there a question? Is there a missed question? We have a couple of questions. I can try to keep it short. Okay, yeah. Speed. Okay, I'm gonna speed read them. Uh, what's your relationship to Philadelphia? Oh no! Please don't get me started on this. <laughs> I, I actually I like the city of Philadelphia very much, but uh, the past few times I've been there, people have been uh, really, really weirdly mean to me. And Philadelphia seems like a really nice place to live, so I don't understand why people are mean. And uh, and I and I and I said and I said this on Twitter. I was like, you know, people in New York are assholes. People in Boston are assholes. Why are people in Philadelphia assholes? And I got a lot of people uh, calling me uh, sexist slurs. You know, a lot of people in Eagles jerseys. And like, I'm sure, I'm sure if I saw the Eagles play, I'd love them because I don't know anything about football. I went to art school. And um, and yeah, no, I actually. Like I like Philadelphia, but I don't think I can ever go back there now. <laughs> and which sucks because I have family there. Um, and the thing You'll is that I'm like, else. yeah. Well, the thing is that the thing is that like I I feel like like I I do like the city. It just doesn't like me back. And so for a while I was like I was like oh now I can't go back there because people will be mean to me. And then I was like wait what what will have changed? <laughs> you know, like in New York everyone's mean because they're on top of each other. So there's no space. Philadelphia I don't I don't understand where where the meanness comes from. And uh, and uh, I don't know, but but you can't you can't talk about the meanness, or people will be mean to you, I guess. So uh, yeah, again, Philly, I love you. Wawa's great, but uh, <laughs> but uh, it really is, it really is, it is a miracle. Um, but uh, but yeah, and I'm sorry you don't love me back. <laughs> that went longer than I thought, but yeah. <laughs> there was a lot of feels. Uh, yeah. And so let's get to the question we ask all of our guests. Yes. Oh. <laughs> Mara, what do people not see when they see you? Uh, see, this is an interesting question because does it mean that, and this is, and, and like Calvin, I also got it before the show and was like, oh, well, I don't even know how I'm going to answer that. I'm just saying we're in the same boat. I get you. I get you. Um, I don't know. I think, <laughs> I, I, I think that, uh, I think that people, people, uh, I don't know. Sometimes I wonder if people feel sorry for me. Because uh, to, to have been a, a former child actor is to, like, people assume, like, oh, you must be living a really terrible, terrible, sad life, you know, because because so many have, you know. And, and because we're kind of, like, the, the butt of, you know, a joke, 
you know it's it's sort of you 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 know you're you're cute when you're young you grow up you're you're supposedly not cute anymore you know it's it's kind of like it's you know, you're used to being the butt of the joke. So I think that people, I don't know, I don't think people see me as resilient as I am, and they they either assume that, like, I must have lived the best life ever or that I must have lived, lived like, the worst life ever. So uh, I think that they don't really see me as a whole person. I think they see me as, like, a character, you know? And that's people who do know my past. Other people who just, like, pass me by on the street, I don't know. I'm overlooked a lot. Uh, I've overlooked a lot. I'm short, you know. I'm I'm not like conven- super conventionally hot. Um, I'm I'm you know I'm kind of overlooked unless I make eye contact with people and then they like look away terrified. I like people people seem to be really scared of me when I make eye contact with them. <laughs> And like, and like, and I guess I've lived in New York too long because like, I, I used to be like, oh, you know, like people won't like me if I, if I look at like, you know, I give them a scary look, but now I'm just like, yeah, yeah, that's right. You should be intimidated. <laughs> you should be. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think that they don't, I, yeah, I think that, I, I don't think that the way that I like dress or the way that I look really says a lot about me. And I think that that's something that that people you know people judge people on the way that they look way more than they should and they make a lot of judgments about that person there and i i really am not about that that's why i try never to comment on somebody's appearance you know uh regardless of who they are regardless of although i guess i've made fun of trump a few times but um but you know there's the it, it has nothing to do with who they are as a person and to be like well she's ugly or well she's fat or well she's too skinny or well she's this or blah 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 you know and it's almost always directed at women uh it just feels senseless to me it feels like there's there's no point to it you know and and also like also it's it's strange to me that it's seen as like a crime to be to be quote ugly to be quote fat you know that is something that uh that i'm just like that is that is not an objective wrong thing to be you know and it and it bothers me where people are just immediately assume like you know you're fat will shut down a conversation it's like you know you're you know you're ugly it's like okay you think that so what like and 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 what else you know that is a completely and that's so that's something i think that I don't know. I wish. I guess I wish we were we were a little less uh, superficial about those things because I really don't think that it has any relevance to who a person is at all. So yeah, that's my long-winded answer. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. That's how it's done. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was so much. Shade to Calvin Cato, who is just off to the side for our listeners who could not see. I want to jump into this quick segment, but I want the audience to help us out. Um, So if you listen to the show, we review movies we haven't seen. (laughs) Uh, So, but we need your help. We need you to, like, yell out a few movies that you think we haven't seen. (laughs) Poodle Tang. (laughs) Have you seen Poodle Tang? I haven't seen Fantastic Beasts or Pretty Tail. Any others? Sully. Sully. All right, I'm reviewing Sully. These are all great suggestions. We're we're reviewing Sully. We're reviewing Sully. None of us have seen Sully. Okay, we're reviewing Sully. Okay, okay. So so we know the movie Sully. It has Tom Hanks in it. Sure. Yeah. And um, I'm excited that it's about like a New York local hero. However, was he from New York? Um, in my version, yes. <laughs> and Sully is short for 
Sullenberger. Mention his last name in the movie oh. ever. No. It's just, you just know. And <laughs> they treat it like, I think his first name is actually Sully, and his last name is actually Sullenberger. Really? Yeah. Sully Sullenberger? Yeah. <laughs> is that a comedy? <laughs> 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 so weird. <laughs> um, uh, so it's about uh, his heroic. Uh, uh, he took a plane after he got hit by a bunch of keys. Is this real synopsis? That is the move. Yeah. Yeah. And then like. the truth. Geese, clear, man. Yeah. Geese, geese are dangerous. Geese. Geese. Yeah. They'll get you. And trust no geese. Trust no geese. All big birds are like scary. Like yeah. swans, geese. Except for like Big Bird from Sesame Street. He's not scary. No. But, uh, but like geese. <laughs> yeah. Geese, turkeys, swans. They're vicious. Yeah. They're really vicious. eyes and there's a close-up on the geese and it's yeah. just like this horde of like you know then the geese's eyes and it's just like the goose eyes and it's just like they're coming right for him and he's just like they're coming right for us what are we gonna do <laughs> yeah exactly. and, and, and then they, saves the day and then they get to the trial of it and um <laughs> what I, is the trial for i mean <laughs> what, whose fault the is it the is geese's it? fault <laughs> <laughs> and, and i mean that's that's where I think so much of the high tension of the movie comes from. Yeah, it's a comedy. Yeah, it's Those geese looked amazing in suits though. I mean I know. I, I didn't, Oh they they were in court. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't know I don't know how they did that, but you know, okay, so just like little I'm gonna give the movie an A because um, <laughs> they represented diversity in the... <laughs> in the geese? The, 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 the passengers? Like, everyone was everyone on that plane. was diverse. I'm gonna give it a B plus. Um, I wish the geese story arc was explored a little bit more. And... Um, <laughs> I think they could have chosen, um, a d like, the punchlines were good, but like a little formulaic <laughs> in the comedy. <laughs> um, I'm gonna give it a B minus, slash C plus, because um, it, everything that you saw in the trailer was everything you needed from the movie. The movie was redundant if you had seen the trailer. Uh, I'm going to give it a B. I thought that Tom Hanks's like you know gray hair is coming in really well, very dadly, very very, very dadly. But I could have done with one more musical number. Wow. Yeah. So if we haven't convinced you already to subscribe to the podcast, it's a real segment. Basically, basically like that. Yeah. Yes. Oh man. Great. Thank you for the suggestion. Yes. Sorry. Yeah. Suggestion. <laughs> um, wow. Um, time flies. Time, like time Thank is you. flying away. Yeah. <laughs> Watch out. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Stay alert at all times for geese. Um, Mara, I think that this is the part where we say goodbye to you and thank you. <laughs> uh, is this like the Mickey but Mouse show? <laughs> <laughs> Are we gonna sing? We're usually better at this. <laughs> no, it's, okay. it's been a pleasure. It's been a pleasure. No, yeah, we're usually in the Soul Glow Mansion. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs>
where we have our cucumber water. All our amenities are there. Yeah, cucumber water. I mean, yeah, it's true. It's a mansion uptown. No big deal. Yeah, but Mara, can you tell people so they know that they can find your book anywhere? Yeah. Can you remind people much. what it's called? Uh, and if they don't have it, uh, call them up and tell them they should. Mm-hmm. No, uh, it's called Where Am I Now? And yeah, you can also find me at Mara Wilson on Twitter and uh, MaraWilsonWriteStuff.com, although I haven't updated that in a while. Uh, and yeah, there's a Mara Wilson page on Facebook. You will know it's mine because it has a picture of me as a grown-up and not a picture of me as a child. Uh, and yeah, and really, it's been an honor. Thank you so oh, much for having me. one quick question? Yes. Sure. Were there other titles that were not used? Like there were. Uh, there were they weren't puns though they were kind of hard to explain there was one uh, the working title was K for Kid and that's because uh, when you are a kid and you're on a movie set uh, they put a parentheses K or parentheses M next to your name, K for kid or M for minor. And I, I was, I remember just looking at that and, and like thinking about that and thinking like, oh my God, that's like a metaphor for my whole life. Just like, you are a kid in some place where a kid should not be. Good for you, you know? So it was K for kid. And I still kept a, a part in there about that. But yeah, my editor was like, you know, you touch on the where are they now thing quite a few times. What if we just go with where am I now? And I laughed out loud and I was like, yeah, yeah, I think we have to go with that. Yeah. So that was, that was, you know, a good call on her part. And I would say M for Mara. <laughs> yeah. 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 for our 100th episode. Sorry, Abe. I just screamed in the mic. I'm really sorry, everyone who's going to listen to this. Yeah, and and more more importantly, our sound editor, Abe. Yeah. Are you still here? Yeah. Yep, he's in the back. He's going, oh, man, I'm going to have to cut this. Uh, we can't thank him enough. Uh, we love you, Abe. Uh, so much. Uh, Thanks, Abe. You make you make all of this possible. Thank you so much to the Magnet Theater for hosting us. Thank you to Max with an X and Abby and Megan and everyone who helped us out. Uh, thank you to our performers today, not just Mara, Asian Pop. to thank uh, just Latasha, who's a part of our live show team. And uh, all joking aside, uh, if right now all of you got out your phones and rated us and reviewed us, that would make our souls glow a lot. Yeah. Um, uh, on iTunes, Stitcher, or whatever's on your phone. And uh, on behalf of like celebrating uh, a multitude of voices. We are so excited. And um, we're going to ask you to help us out with like a little bit of a drum roll as we pull out some names. Okay. Okay. So this name that's coming out is going to win a super dry skin 
um, healing solve made by Venus and Leo, so you know that it's not toxic and it's an amazing business. Uh, and I'm not taking it out, Mara is. Okay, so this person who's gonna win it is. Caitlin Craig. Caitlin! We'll find you after Caitlin. It may be winter, but you will be uh, hydrated. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. 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 And again, apologies, yep. or not again, for the first time, apologies if I mispronounce your name. For our last guest, you have to wait. Oh, we're going to draw for Mara's book when we release this episode so yes. you can listen so. to it then. Sounded like one of the, the five of them. The edgy one yeah. from Asian pop. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Edgy. I, I maybe I'm yeah. I'm wrong, but I don't <laughs> think I am. Uh, and you know what's right? Supporting what's right? The, supporting the Soul Glow Project yes, podcast. That's right. Yes. Yeah. You can do that by subscribing to us and rating and reviewing the podcast. Uh, we couldn't have gotten to 100 without you, and we hope to get to. 200 with your support. Uh, we want to thank the Magnet Theater for hosting our 100th episode, and we want to give, um, we want to announce who is going to win a copy of Mara's book. We'll be in signed. touch. A signed copy of Mara's book. Signed. Uh, Sheldon Singh. Sheldon Woo! Singh, congratulations. We will be in touch about getting the book to you. Thank you for being at our live show. Sheldon. 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 Thank you.